Glory to God. Open your Bibles to Psalm 23. We'll go somewhere where we know. I always remember Psalm 23 because when I was a little kid, the first time I saw it, it said, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I thought, why don't I want him? Because to a little kid, I don't want means you don't want. It doesn't mean you don't lack, and I kept seeing I don't want. So as a little kid, I'm like, I just don't understand why, why they wrote that and they didn't want him. And so that's how I always remembered it anyway. Glory to God. But, but Psalm 23 is about being led by God. Psalm 23 is about having him as your shepherd, is about, ha- is about being led by him, by his spirit, doing the things, going the direction he's going, hearing his voice, and doing the things he's doing. You know, so many people, I won't even say that, I'll say, in my life, too many times I've said I'm following God, and God was going that way, and I was going this way, and people say, what are you doing? I'm following God. Well, God's going that way. <laughs> I'm following God. There he is over there. I'm following God. I just know I'm following God. You know, just knowing you're following God and, and things not getting better, you want to check and see if you're following God. Amen? Or you're at least going towards the direction where you see light. Amen? Because, yea, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, you wouldn't be in fear. You'd know that he had your back. He had your front and he had all, all your sides. Amen? And so we wouldn't... Uh, it, when when we're being led, not not only being led in our lives, but being led by the Spirit of God, we should be following what He says. And in doing so, there are distractions to that those leadings. There there are things that will that will pull us away, the, and that one and, and every one of them have to do with our flesh, the the carnal mind, the your, your flesh, and the lust of the flesh. They are completely contrary to the Spirit. So, so any time that God tells you to do something, if you let your spirit talk, it'll tell you the exact opposite of what He just told you to do. His leading and the His leading and the flesh leading won't go the same direction. Amen. And, and there's things, you know, as in the church, as, as a staff member on the, in the church, we see things a lot um, in our own lives, but then in other people, you know, where people will start. And then something will distract them, and the next thing you know, they're over here or they're over there, and they're not. And you know, following was here, and they're everywhere else. Amen. And they're wondering, they're saying, well, "I don't know why we're short on on our bills. I don't know why I don't have enough to eat. I don't know why." And, and well, let's go to the scripture, Psalm 23. Psalm 23 says, "The Lord." is my shepherd. Now, how would you know the Lord was your shepherd? He'd be who you're following, right? <laughs> you know, you can, you can say it all you want, but if, you're, if we're not following, it doesn't make him not be a shepherd. He's still the shepherd, and you're still the sheep. But following him, you would have to be following him. I was watching a video, and I don't know where this was, that this many sheep could go down a street, but this is like a huge street, and there it was full of sheep and one guy in front of them, and there every one of them followed him perfectly. And he wasn't yelling, he wasn't screaming, he wasn't saying, "Come on, sheep, come on, sheep." He was walking, and every one of them were following him. And that, I mean, and I'm talking 
hundreds and hundreds. I, I don't know how they got them. Well, that's what they do, right? And, and that's the way we should be. This is what we do. This is what we do. And when our flesh is contrary to it, you say, no, this is what we do. This is what the Word says. This is what we do. Amen? This is where God led me. This is what we do. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Well, what do you mean? You, you, you won't want? Not if the Lord's your shepherd. If, if, if you're following the Lord, you're not wanting. Amen? You're, you're not lacking. You're not wanting. People say, oh, I'm following the Lord, and, and I, I'm in lack. Well, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but I thought I was following the Lord sometimes and was in lack, and I found out that there are some areas where I was crossing paths with him, but more often than not, I was only crossing paths with him. Right? I wasn't completely following him, because to completely follow him, you actually have to do what he says, yeah. the way he says to do it. Amen? You know, I know when, when we came to, to on staff here, um, different than most, well, first of all, I was on my own boss, so people didn't tell me what to do, um, which was nice. <laughs> no, it, 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 well, actually, somebody's telling you what to do, you just don't know it. But um, when we came here, not only did I find out you, you need to do it, you need to do it and be faithful in doing it. And the way you're faithful is doing it the way you were told to do it. Not just doing it, doing it the way you were told to do it. Not with your better idea, right? Do you know a better idea is a distraction to hearing, right? It's a, it's a distraction to being led. There, there are better ideas everywhere. There are people with better ideas tonight that are in the wrong churches, in the wrong jobs, in the wrong cities, in the wrong towns. Their kids are in the wrong school. What? They had a better idea. Nobody has a better idea than God. Amen? And, and, and if he's our shepherd and, and, and we don't want, then we're following him. We will not lack if we're following him. And, and the whole passage here is based on that first sentence, the Lord is my shepherd. If you get away from that at any point, then, then you've missed the, the passage because it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And then you can just say it again. The Lord is my shepherd. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Why? Because that's where the Lord's shepherd leads you. Amen? The Lord Shepherd leads you to green pastures. If you're not lying down in green pastures, <laughs> were you following God? Amen? And I'm not saying we didn't start off following God. We may have all started off following God, saying, I know this is the direction you want me to go, Lord. I know it is. Um, I, know, I just know this is where you want me to be. I'll tell you what, let's do it this way. Let's think about it here. Ty and Richard and Danny and Paul. What's that? One, two, three. Paul and Dan and Jeremy. All right. You all, you all get up and follow me. Okay. I'll represent the shepherd and you follow me. Okay. Everybody come this way. You got to follow. You got to follow the voice. All right. First you come in and you follow the voice. And then the shepherd leads, right? He doesn't push. He doesn't drive. He leads. And so the shepherd's going this way. You guys following the shepherd, all right? And, you know, in life there are other things, and, you, and, you, and it's our part to be led, 
Right? What? Led by what? Spirit of God. Shepherd. Amen? But Ty, he says, they're not using my gifts. You know, I think I'm led to go somewhere else, but I'm following God. So Ty goes that way, but he's following God, and and God's going this way because Ty is not happy that they don't see his gifts. Amen? (laughs) And so he's following God, right? See Ty following God? You can stop about there, Ty. (laughs) Steve. And then everybody else is following God. And all of a sudden, Danny gets offered a better job. Danny, you got offered a better job in a different city. And now you're following God going that way. You're following God, though. But God's still here. Now remember, every one of these people, before you know, I, I guess I should have said this, they knew they were right where God told them to be. And we've heard this over and over again. I'm exactly where God told me to be. I know today this is what God told me to do, where I'm supposed to be. Amen? But, and I'm not saying you couldn't be given another job and that be, but that's not a leading. I remember a few years ago, you guys are doing a good job following, by the way. Um, real estate market was good, and I was talking to Brother Moore, and I said, you know, I could probably make pretty good money on my house. And he said, is that a leading? No. <laughs> right? And what's he, what's he always say? I don't need a reason not to do something. I need a leading to do something. And, 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 and a leading can be distracted by money. It can be distracted by offense. Um, and, the, and we could keep going. We're leading, we're, and, and we're going down, and they're following pretty good. And, and, and all of a sudden, Dan here, his kids don't like Sunday school, and the youth don't, and his, his, his older kids don't like the youth. He says, "I, I got to go somewhere else because they, my kids don't like it here." <laughs> Y'all still have to love me. So Dan, he starts going this way, but he's following God, right? But God's going over here. And see, these are things that we think. These are ways that we think. Because we, we can justify offense. We can justify, well, it's our kids. You know, you got to go where your kids enjoy. No, you got to go where God leads you to go. You got to do what God leads you to do. You, you, we don't get to choose. We don't get to choose. Bob, do you give him what he, what he's, what he finds? You guys give them what they find when they go there. Amen? And so these other three, they just keep following God. They stick with where they're supposed to be. And, and, and Paul, he gets this one. And Richard, he gets this. And, and Jeremy, he gets this. And so at the end of the day, these verses are still true. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Well, Ty, bring your paper back. And let's let's see what he got by following God with offense. He he got drought. He, he didn't he didn't get any he didn't get any still waters. No, he got drought. Why? Because God was going this way, and and he didn't like they weren't using his gifts, so he went that way. Amen. He had a better idea, and he was sure it was the Lord, so he followed the Lord 
up there while the Lord was going here. But he was following the Lord. Right? <laughs> and, you know, people don't like to hear that. But if, if we're not getting what... If, if we have want, if, if we don't have... If we've got drought, if we've got no green pastures... We need to. We don't. We need to look at God. He never stopped shepherding. He never stopped pastoring. He never stopped being your friend. He never. He never got away from what he does. So who got away? Amen. Danny, bring down what you got from from leaving because you had a better job. He got lack. He got lack because that's what you get. When you leave for a better job instead of a leading for a better job. Because if God puts you somewhere, he'll, put, he'll give you the job you need right where you're at. Amen? Amen? And, and you don't have to re- follow God this way when God's going that way. But see, I've done that over and over again. I, say, I know I'm following God. I just know I'm following God. And God's clear over here. The good news is, Dan, bring yours down. The shepherd's voice and the shepherd's leading Will always, no matter how far out there you get, you'll always hear it. And you can come back and get back in the will. You can get back where there's no lack. Dan, he, he, he followed his kids. By the way, your kids aren't leading. <laughs> right? You know, there's lots of days where Ramsey woke up and felt like something, and I'm like, well, you better feel something different. <laughs> right? I love you, darling, and I'll buy you anything in the world. But that ain't, that ain't God. Amen? And, and your kids are not a leading. You know, there's lots of things that are not a leading. Look at the guys that stayed put. What did they get? they got? They got still waters. They got green grass. And they got full provision. And that's what you get. Go, you guys can sit down. Thank you. That's what you get when you follow God fully. Amen? Yes, Don't be offended like that. When we're following God and, and hearing His voice, then, then we, don't, we don't allow our flesh to distract us with money or, or kids or offense or things just don't seem right here today. You know, there's, there's you know, Lord, I just don't think this is right. You know, this just didn't happen right. That's not a leading. Right? The, the people told me, that I had five people tell me I ought to do this. Not a leading. Not a leading. You know, people say, well, the prophet of God told me this. You know what? You still have to be led. You still have to be led. The prophet can tell you something, but you in the New, as a New Testament believer is your job to hear from God for yourself. When people begin seeking another person to give them, give them, tell, let me don't, don't let me say give, they need counsel's good, but to tell them what to do, they're just looking for someone to blame, right? If it doesn't go good, well, he told me. You know, we, we have it all the time. People people call the church and they say, "What do you think about this?" Well, we didn't say. <laughs> Why? Because what are they really looking for? So if it goes bad, they can say, "Well, the church said this." Right. What we said is what the Word of God says. Amen? Amen. Whatever point it is, whatever you're going to ask, the Word of God says something about it, and that's what we say. Amen? And, and if for some reason I said something else, don't listen to me, because if it didn't say the Word of God, it's not right. 
Amen? The Lord is our shepherd. We shall not want. He, he, may, he makes us to lie down in green pastures. He leads us beside still waters. He's leading, right? He never stops leading. It's a, bit, it's a big deal because people, people think, I don't, know. I, I, I don't know where God is. He's leading. I can't hear him. He's leading. It, it, it's our choice to follow. It's not automatic. People are trying to get automatic things to happen. I know in some of the churches I grew up in, you didn't even try to be led because everything that happened was God anyway. So if it was in your life, God put it there. So you didn't need to be led. So And, and, and you're crazy if you think you can hear from God. I, I remember the first time I went to a Bible class and said, oh, man, God told me this. They're like, Look at you. You talk about it. It's not even deer in the headlights. It's it's the cannibals that are getting, getting hungry. <laughs> and you got more meat on your bone than the rest of them. Right? Because because what are you talking about? God does everything. You can't say if, if it happened, God did it. No. If you didn't follow, he didn't quit leading. If you went up this aisle and he went this way, you're not following God. And the water's here, and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the green grass is here, and he's leading to them, but we're going somewhere else with our leading. Amen? And our leading is not going to get us in the right place. Our leadings are going to take us further from God, not closer to God. Remember what he said in Amos, that how can two walk together unless they be agreed? If, if your leading is taking you here, and God's going here, you're not in agreement anymore because God told you to go here. And, and if you quit going there, you're immediately out of agreement with God, which is a dangerous place to be. You can see why there would be lack and drought and famine where God's not. But where he is, he's always leading where there's water, where there's safe pasture. He's always leading where there's prosperity. He's always leading in peace. You know, even where it says... Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. What's, what's happening? How, why are you walking through the valley of shadow? Because the Lord is your shepherd. You're still following. That means he's walking through the valley of the shadow of death. And even though you do, why? if he's walking there, you're safe. Amen? Not only are you safe, you're going to make it. His rod and his staff, they're going to keep you right where you need to be. They're going to comfort you. They're going to they're let you know that he's got you. All the time. The, the, the things that God, when God leads, the, the things in your life should be getting better, not worse. And if they're getting worse, a lot of times it's because you don't like his leading. Right? You know, it's like when your mom tells you you're going to do something and you don't want to do it, you do the worst job at it ever. Right? I remember I mowed the yard. She told me to mow the yard one time. When I was about nine. I've hated mowing for a long time. <laughs> It really interrupted playing, you know. You know, there's playing and there's mowing, and, and it really interrupted playing. And our yard, we, you know, we lived in a little bitty house, and, and the yard, you know how those onions come up in sporadic places, but really the rest of the grass doesn't look like it's grown that much? Well, I went and took the mower, and I mowed the onions. <laughs> I just hit all the onions, which, you know, was really harder than if I had just mowed the yard. But when you're not following the leading of your parent, 
then you're doing it as hard as you can and making as little progress as there is. <laughs> and then not only that, when she saw it, she said, what in the world? You get back out there and you mow it right, stripe by stripe, back and forth. And so I mowed it basically three times because going around getting all those onions took way more time than just mowing. And so then I had to mow it again. Why? Because I didn't want to do it their way. And see, God has a way of doing things. He has a way, and he makes known his way, and he leads in that way, and he, he only does it his way. And when we choose not that way, then, then we get out from under where he can help you anymore, and you begin to do things your way. And if your way is much like my way, it's pretty sad way. Amen? Because God does things right. He, he does things right. He, he's a good God, and He's always leading us in things that will prosper us, things that will cause success to happen in our life. And we don't like them because they don't sound right to our flesh. That's why you've got to give your flesh way less voice and, and build your spirit so that when you hear something, you hear it from the Spirit of God, not from the Spirit of your flesh. Then your first reaction will be, yeah, that's what we're going to do, and your flesh will go, oh, I don't like that. You say, we don't care. You don't get a choice. Right? Guess, guess what? You don't get a choice today. No cookies and candy for you. Right? And, and you keep starving that flesh, and you'll keep, you'll keep following the leadings of God. You'll, you'll begin to hear through the Holy Spirit, which is what he said. He said, um, in, go to Romans 8. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Now, how many in here have gotten away from a leading of the Spirit of God. I have. Did that mean I wasn't his son all of a sudden? You know, I actually used to read that with, man, I, I guess I'm a son and I'm not a son. Son, not, no. It just means you weren't led. <laughs> it means he was leading and you didn't follow. Amen? He's always leading. And as many as are the sons of God, they can be led. They can follow and they have the ability in them, the God, the spirits of God in them to follow and, and to hear and, and, to, and to know that inward witness. Amen? The, the, the inward witness will keep you right behind God all the time. It will keep you in the right spot, doing the right thing, saying the right things, going the right places, seeing the right people. And, and when you miss that, it doesn't make you less a son. You know, the prodigal son, he went all the way away. And he never left sonship, but he did leave leadership. Right? He was not being led in any way until he came back to himself and said, I better go home to Pop, right? I need to go home to Dad. And, and I need, I mean, servants in his house are doing better than me. Why? Because they're following him, right? And, and when we do it that way, we don't get off. When, when we follow that inward witness and, and we look to the Lord for, for answers and, and we follow out no matter what, else is trying to distract us when we don't let those distractions come the flesh will give you all kinds of distractions i mean it can be it can be easy stuff like food it could be you could be sitting here in church and and brother moore could be preaching the best message ever heard and you're thinking about fried chicken <laughs> that's not a leading because you're thinking man i hope this gets over pretty soon so i can get some fried chicken 
right? And your 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 flesh is distracting you from hearing from God. And there's so many ways that we can be distracted from these things, and that's why we must acknowledge Him in all our ways. In other words, put Him smack dab in the center of every way you have. Amen. And when we do that, we begin to do things like the sons of God. We begin to hear. You know, there's things as as a son of my mother and father that they didn't have to tell me they liked or didn't like or I should do or not do. I had an inward witness, right? They had, they had put an inward witness in me that if I did this, things would not go well. And, and, and they didn't have to tell me. I knew. Well, we know God like that because we have the Spirit of God in us. You know, people that say they don't know better when they do something, they really either better be really young or they're lying. Because from a very early age, you know right from wrong. Amen? Now, now as we grow and develop, we, I'm not saying we haven't missed God at times and missed a leading. But, but the good news is we can come right back to that. We can, come, we, we can repent, but, but, you know, we have to be humble to do that. Because as faith people, when somebody says you missed it, say, no, 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 I heard from God. <laughs> Why? That's spiritual pride is what that is. All right? Because you don't want to just say, I missed it. Amen? When if you say you missed it, it'd just be over because then you could repent and you come right back in. But as long as you didn't miss it, you're still walking up that aisle and God's going here. If we're unwilling to see and say, if things aren't going the way God would have them go and we're unwilling to say, maybe I missed it, or better yet, definitely I missed it then we're not, you, you can't get back on the right path. So, so you're going to be out there for a long time. But, but if, if a faith people, word people, they got the word, right? The word, not a word, the word. And, and, and they're trying to hear from God about somebody else's life. <laughs> and he's, he's not going to tell you. The only reason he would tell you about somebody is so you could pray. It's still their job to hear from God. And we get so caught up on things sometimes that we won't let go of it and it's coming between us and God and we don't even know it. We can get caught up in situations and circumstances that we ought not be in and, and, and we're, we're so caught up in it, so infatuated with it that it's now between us and God. Amen? That's all I'm going to say about that. There you go. Where do we at? Romans 8. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear. Fear is a horrible shepherd. Amen? It's not even a shepherd because shepherds lead. It drives you. It pushes you. Fear makes you do things. You know, in other words, when, when you do things out of fear, the next thing you'll say is, I, I just had to do this. Why? Because it was pushing you. It was pushing you. It, it was causing you to do something. And that's what he's saying. He said, you don't have that spirit anymore. He said, you've got the spirit of adoption. You've got the spirit that, that cries out to your father and says, lead me. <laughs> Show me. Teach me, hug me, hold me. You got the spirit of adoption that, that says, Abba, Father. Amen? 
And, and, and as we hook on to that, the spirit of fear goes away. Why? Because now you're being led by the spirit of God, the spirit of the Father that in you. And now you're hearing from, from your Father and you're no longer being led by fear. Fear, fear will lead you before you know it. You get some, you get a, anybody got a letter from the IRS in the mail? Yeah. Yeah, you don't like those, do you? And, and if you don't watch it, and, and that's why Brother Moore says our, our first reaction needs to be faith on all these things. It's like getting a report from the doctor. You, you don't want to go into fear. And a lot of people say, I'm in faith. No, nope, that's not going to happen to me. I'm in faith. I'm in faith. No, you need to be in faith. Don't say you're in faith. You need to be in faith. You need, you need to have your spirit built up and have been following in such a way that, that these things don't phase us anymore. And, and when we don't, because then you'll hear of the voice of God and you'll follow that inward witness too. And, and there's so many times where, you know, God, God won't say a word, but you'll, you know in your spirit what to do next. You know in your spirit. And, and in your spirit, you begin to do the things God told you to do. Why? Because we're led by the inward witness. Amen? We, we're, we, we need to be led by the Spirit of God, and the Spirit of God bears witness. I think the very next verse says it bears witness. Yeah, the Spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And the reason he keeps saying this is because children of God are led by the Spirit of God. And, and, and if you're a child of God, there is no day that you wake up that you can't follow God and, and His leadings. There's not anything that's going to happen in your life, no, circ- no outside circumstance that you can't take care of through Christ. Amen? And, and, and that's when we, when we develop our own plan, then we immediately are not being led by the Spirit of God. Not, we're not losing sonship, but we're losing the leadership. Amen? And, and, when, and when, when we override the inward witness, nobody's ever done that, right? I have, so you guys don't have to worry about it. I'll tell you about it. It's not good. Amen? And, and, and when we override it, I mean, and, and you can either choose to override it or you can sit there and argue and fight and say, well, I'm not override. You know, just recently I was sitting there uh, tossing back something in, in my spirit, actually. And I was saying, well, this and this and what about them and this. And God finally said, what are you doing? You know what I want. You know what I've said. And what was he saying? You've had an inward witness all, all along, and you've been arguing with it. We were, I was fighting the leading. And I'm talking about an actual leading about something. I'm not talking about you ate a pizza at midnight and had a weird dream, and all of a sudden you need to move to New Mexico and <laughs> grow cabbage. I don't know. I'm talking about a re- real leading from the Lord that, that you take the time to hear from God. And, and I'd been several days with this. And, and, I'm, and I'm tossing back different and, and asking other people. You know, asking other people is, is to, again, trying to get somebody else to take fault if you mess up. You know, I asked them, and this is what they said, and I asked them, and they said this. It doesn't matter what they say. If God says, jump from the 10-foot building, and everybody says, don't do it, but God says do it, I'm not saying he would. Maybe I better use something different. Okay. If, if, God, if God says go somewhere and everybody says, remember when Paul was going to go to Jerusalem? Was it Jerusalem? And, and, and he said there's going to be stuff happening there and not all that good stuff. And, and everybody said, oh, Paul, don't go, don't go, don't go. 
Paul said, the Spirit of God is telling me to go. And he went. And don't you know, don't you know whenever Jesus was going, and the, <laughs> what the disciples say, oh, where are we going to go? Go, dude, go now I guess we're going here to die? Why? Because they weren't being led. But they went. At least they were following Jesus. Amen? Jesus was being led. Why? Because he knew where he had the witness inside him what he was supposed to do every day. Amen? And, and we can hear from God, and we can and and we can know the inward witness, and we can go the direction God's leading at all times. We've got the Spirit of God in us. We've not received the Spirit of fear. The Spirit of fear is the spirit of offense. It's the spirit of of confusion. It's it, it's every distraction you can have to the leading of the Holy Spirit is the spirit of fear. They're all they all are rooted in fear. Amen. And, and every, everything that's with God is rooted in faith. It's rooted in trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. Right? Acknowledge Him in all your ways, and He'll direct your paths. Amen? Because God is a faith God, and if we're trusting someone, we're, we're following them. Not only are we following we're following them real close. Why? We're watching what they're doing. Why? Because we want to do it just like that. That's how you follow someone. If if Keith was following me and my right arm went up, his right arm would go up, right? My, if his, my right foot went out, his right foot would go up. That's called following somebody. Amen. Right. When I when I come to preach or teach, I I with all my heart never want to say something that would not follow the Moors. Amen. Amen. And, and I know if I did, they'd say something and that'd be fine because I don't want to. Why? Because that's, I'm following them as I'm following God. That, that's, what, that's what God told me to do. He said, serve the Moors, serve me by serving the Moors. And so I'm serving them, and I'm, by doing so, I'm serving God. And so I want to make sure that I follow closely as to what they are doing and being led to do. Amen? Which tells me I need to be led a lot because that's a big deal. Because what's the answer to a thousand and one questions? Be led. So... So being led is a big deal. And, and the number one way, or at least one of the number one ways that God leads us is that inward witness. So many times we have the right answer in us, but, but we're sitting there arguing with ourselves or we're not giving it the credit that it, it, that it should have. We're just saying, oh, that's just me. No, it's not just you. It's the inward witness. Amen? And, and if you need to go get quiet and hear from it, you need to go get quiet. Or you just need to follow it. It's the inward witness. But but you do need to know that, you know, we got people all the time say, well, I know I'm just supposed to move here. Well, how do you know that? Well, somebody told me. Right? And I just know it's God because I felt a witness. No. <laughs> God needs to tell you. Right? First of all, unless you heard God tell you that, you shouldn't be telling people that. <laughs> There's too many people out here that are some kind of self-made prophets. Right? Don't tell people to do things just like like you know more than God. And besides that, you're telling one of his. Uh, my my uh, when we were young, I got uh, a younger sister and a younger brother and an older brother. And I would tell my younger siblings that mom told me to have them do something, <laughs> so you can get them to do it. Right? <laughs> well, the, <laughs> I wasn't the prophet of the house. And I shouldn't have been doing that. 
People need to, and I'm not saying don't believe with people and get your faith hooked with people and, and, and even reason together, as the Word says. But when it comes to hearing from God, you need to hear from God. Now, if the Moors come to you and say, you know what? We got this in our spirit. We're putting it out there. We're telling you this. To me, you should be listening. Right? Now, I've had a lot of people that didn't. Because I'm usually the person that that word goes through. And they didn't listen. And I've seen a lot of people not, and I'm not saying their lives went horrible, but they're not where they're supposed to be. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're not in ministry. They're not ministering to people. They're not loving people. They're not, they're not even close to God anymore. Even, you know, people say, well, yeah, but they're, they're successful. No. If you're not loving people, you're not successful. You're very unsuccessful. If you're not if you're if you're not ministering Jesus in some way, and, and I'm not saying from a church from a pulpit, I'm saying every day. If you're not ministering Jesus, you, you're not being as successful spiritually. You're not successful. We need to be successful every day. We're set up for success. We have the Spirit of God in us. Well, that, that's way off the notes right there. Where were we at? For as many. Uh, for we have not received a spirit of uh, bondage to fear, but we have received a spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. And first, Second Timothy 1.5 says God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's not given a, In other words, you can't be led by fear and say it was God because God could not give you something he doesn't have. And he doesn't have, in, in other, what he did was he gave us something against the spirit of fear, a spirit of power and love and a sound mind. If, you do, if you've got love, fear can't come around. Perfect love casts out fear. He gave you power, love, and a sound mind. He gave us everything we need to be led by the spirit of God. Amen? And, and, and in doing so, we, we want to hear the inward witness. And, and we'll have to talk about this again because there's so much more to it. But I was talking to Brother Moore about the inward witness and I started talking about this book, the book that Brother Hagen wrote on how, to be, how you can be led by the Holy Spirit. And, and it, was, it was very big in the heart of Brother Hagen being led by the inward witness. And he even had a visitation from the head of the church concerning it. And so I got the book... And, and, and I just want to read that account because that is that that is uh, import, That is the foremost important thing that we have to get a hold of is that we can hear from God. We do have an inner witness, and we don't have to override it. We don't have to override it. We don't have to miss it. It is our leading. It is the leading of God. And and, and the things that I talked about earlier, they will prohibit it. You get offended, you get going off your own way, you get mad because it didn't go your way. You get mad because you prayed and you didn't get the answer you thought you should get. Anytime, <laughs> we've all done this, haven't we? <laughs> we've done this. And, and, and it's a trick of the enemy because it's the goodness of God that leads men to repentance. If he can get you to think God's not good for just a moment then he can get you away from repentance. He can get you from coming back. Well, what if he'd have got the prodigal son to remember something bad about his dad? 
you know, I'm eating these fish guts and corn cobs and I don't care. My dad's mean. I can't believe he hasn't called and tried to find me. I can't believe he hasn't sent somebody after me. I can't believe this. He's not a good dad. If he's a good dad, he'd have chased me. No, he was a really good dad. He didn't chase him. Right? Because, you know, most dads, most dads would. I, I always thought about it. If Ramsey just said she was going to leave, I'd say, no. <laughs> and that's not leading, first of all. But kids shouldn't do that, first of all. Kids, if you're just telling people you're going to leave, stop that. Stay home. You're just going to get in trouble. Trust me. You listening? Huh? Everybody listening? Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. The inward witness. Let's read this by Brother Hagen. Let's see if I've got some reading glasses here. This is very professorly. Mm-hmm. Brother Hagen wrote, You will find that being led by the inward witness is the number one way or the primary way that God leads all of his children. Let me go back. I said, I said I, I, in the preface of this book to, to what Jesus said to me in February of 1959 in El Paso, Texas at 6.30 in the evening. An amazing memory, didn't he? <laughs> I was sitting up in bed studying. My eyes were wide open. Three types of, there are three types of visions. The highest, the highest type is open vision. And in an open vision, one's physical senses are not suspended and his physical eyes are not closed. He possesses all his physical capabilities, yet he sees in the realm of the spirit. I heard footsteps. The door to my room was open 12 to 14 inches. So I looked to see who was coming in my room. I expected to see some literal phys- physical person, but as I looked to see who it was, I saw Jesus. It seemed as if the hair on the back of my neck stood straight up, I guess so, and the chill bumps popped out all over my body. I saw him. You know, these are things you can either choose to believe or you can choose not to, but this is, this is I choose to. I, I, I believe this. Amen? It says, uh, I saw him. He had on a white robe, he wore, and he wore Roman sandals. Jesus had appeared to me eight times, every time except this time his feet were bare. This time he had on sandals. That's what I had, that's what I had heard as he approached my door, the, the sandals. He, he seemed to be about 5'11 inches tall. He looked, he looked as he weighed about 180 pounds. He writes very, I, th- I think he talks and writes. That's, a, that's why, I, I guess that's a good way to write because I used to write that way too and my sister said, you got to quit. She used to have to. <laughs> she said, you're impossible to edit. He came through the door and pushed it back until it was almost shut. He walked around the foot of my bed. I followed him with my eyes almost spellbound. He took a hold of a straight chair and pushed it up close to my bed. Then he sat down on it, folded his hands, and began his conversation with me by saying, I told you in the, auto- in the automobile the other night. The automobile the other night had been full. My wife and I and others were driving along within two blocks of where I now was as Jesus sat by my bedside talking to me. In the car, I'd heard the Spirit of God speak to me. I thought everyone in the car had heard it, and and I said, Did you all hear that? And they said, No, we didn't hear a thing. In the Old Testament, any word, any... In the, in the Old Testament, the prophets would say, And the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Did you ever wonder how it came? 
It could have been a literal. It could have been literally audible. If it had been audible, everyone present would have been able to hear it. The prophet would not have had to tell what the spirit said. The word of the Lord came to the prophet's spirit from the spirit of God. That's a leading. It is so real that at the time it seems audible. The word of the Lord was so real to me that I thought everyone in the car had heard it too. As Jesus sat at my bedside, he said, I spoke to you the night before last in the automobile and told you certain things. I told you by my spirit that later I would talk to you further. So now I've come to talk to you about this. It was concerning the ministry of the prophet. Jesus sat there in the chair and talked to me for an hour and a half. And I talked to him. I asked questions in reference to what he was saying. He answered them. I I won't go into all the prophet's ministry. It's another message, but I will get into some of it. Jesus said to me, the prophet's of the New Testament, the prophet of the New Testament is similar to the prophet of the Old Testament in that the prophet of the Old Testament was called a seer because they saw and knew things supernaturally. The prophet of the New Testament also sees and knows things supernaturally, but the prophet of the New Testament does not have the status as the prophet of the Old Testament in that, in that, it, in that I did not set prophets in the church to guide the church. A Christian under the New Testament need not seek guidance through prophets. That's a big deal right there. People, there'd be a lot of people don't like to hear that. They're looking for a prophet to tell them what to do. And he's saying that's unscriptural. Why? Because that takes away being led. Anytime you take away being led, you take God's ability out of you. Amen? And you don't want to do that. Um, a Christian under the, New, New, under the New Testament need not seek guidance through prophets. He might receive guidance through prophet, but he should not seek it. It is unscriptural to do so. The ministry of the New Testament prophet is in this area is only to confirm what people already have in their own spirits. So when a prophet tells you something, it should confirm. Yeah, people speaking over kids, you know, their own kids, and they'll say, well, we just know God is telling you to be this. That's a lot of pressure on a kid. And, and besides that, you're not right. <laughs> My parents don't like that. It's not your job. Your job is to lead them to find what God has for them to do, not to tell them what God has for them to do. It's, it's to put everything in them. And, and then I remember when we left Ramsey at college and I looked at her and I said, Lord, how can she make it? And he said, trust that you put everything in her that she's going to need to do this. And that's what you have to trust, that you've put everything in them that they're going to need to do that. Side, side mark, side, sidebar. Under the old covenant, only the priest, the prophet, and the king were anointed by the Holy Spirit to stand in those offices. What would you call, to stand in those offices, what would you call the laity? What would you call the laity did not have the spirit, oh, what you would call the laity did not have the spirit of God upon them or in them. Therefore, under the old covenant, people would seek guidance through the prophet because he was he had the Spirit of God. In other words, they couldn't be led because they didn't have the Spirit of God. We can be led. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We are the sons of God. We have the ability to be led. Under the New Testament, thanks be to God, we not only have the Spirit of God, of God upon us, we have him in us. Jesus also said, under the New Covenant, it does not say as many as are led by the prophet's they are the sons of God. 
There we go. The, there's the scripture. The New Testament says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. Then he said, the number one way, the primary way that I lead all of my children is by the inward witness. I am going to show you how that works so that you don't make the same mistakes you've made in the past. This is, this is important. If, he, if Jesus says, I'm getting ready to show you something so you won't make these mistakes again. In other words, Brother Hagin had made mistakes. This is probably earlier in his ministry too. And Jesus explained to me that to stand in the office of the prophet, one must first have all, first of all, one is first of all a minister of the gospel, separated and called to the ministry with the call upon his life. Secondly, he has at least two of the revelation gifts, word of wisdom, word of knowledge, discerning of spirits, plus, plus the gift of prophecy operating in his ministry. Then he called my attention to something that had happened, had been happening to me for the previous three days. For the past three days, I had sat down to write a letter to a pastor confirming a date to hold a meeting for him. Somehow the first day, I got about half, half a page written. Then I tore it up and threw it in the wastebasket. The next day, I did the same thing. The third day, I did the same thing. Then it was the day. Then, then then it was the day that the Lord was here in talking. This, the third day was the same day that the Lord came and was talking to him in his room. Jesus said, "You see me sitting here talking to you. This is a manifestation of the Spirit called discerning of spirits. Discerning of spirit. Discerning of spirits is seeing into the spirit realm. This is the prophet's ministry in operation. You are seeing into the realm of the spirit. You see me. You hear me talking. I am bringing you." I am bringing you through a vision, a word of knowledge, and also a word of wisdom. I am telling you not to go to that church. That's pretty plain. That's a leading, isn't it? If Jesus comes down and sits in there and tells you something, that's a good leading. Yeah, too many Christians actually looking for that, though, by the way. They, they need God to come down and sit on their head. And, and how many people have said something like that? If, if somebody said, well, what if God told you to go here? It's, oh, I'd have to see a burning bush for that. <laughs> we don't want to be like that. You know, one of the verses, I'll, I'll read the verse later in just a minute, actually. I'm telling you not to go to that church. That pastor would not accept the way you would minister when you got there, but I am never going to lead you this way again. He never has, and that was many years ago. From now on, I'm going to lead you by the inward witness. You had the inward witness all the time. You had a check in your spirit. That's the reason you tore up the letter three times. When, when somebody gets offended, they immediately have a check in their spirit. When somebody gets, there's money or, or their kids or a thousand other reasons to quit following the direction they were going and go a different direction. If the, if we, well, most of the time when it all comes around, we say, I knew I shouldn't have done that. Sure you did, because you had an inward witness. Amen? And, and, and the inward witness is in us. We, we, we are the sons of God. We have the Spirit of God in us. And he, and he said, you tore up that letter three times. You had something on the inside, a check, a red light, a stop signal. It wasn't even a voice that said, don't go. It was just an inward intuition. Then Jesus reminded me of another invitation. I had preached a convention for one of the full gospel denominations, the previous year, nearly every pastor there asked me if I would come and hold meetings. I, I had a hundred 
I had, I had hundreds of calls, I suppose. One fellow came up to me and said, Brother Hagen, do you ever go to small churches? I said, I go anywhere the Lord says to go. Well, well, we, we only run about 70 to 90 in Sunday school class, but if God ever speaks to you, we want you to come. I dismissed that conversation along with many others. Several months later, however, while praying in the, in the church one day about my services that night, the conversation came back to me. Then every day it continued to come back to me. Finally, after about 30 to 40 days, I said, Lord, do you want me to go to that little church for a meeting? The more I would pray about it, the more I would think about it, as we say, the better it would feel, the better I would feel about it on the inside. It wasn't a physical feeling. It was a feeling in my spirit. And that's what he's saying. When you've got an inward leading, don't look for the voice of God. Follow the inward leading. Pray. Seek. And, and, and the more you do, the better you'll know that you're going the right direction. The direction will seem more and more clear, and, and it'll feel right. It seems good, if you will. And it was a feeling in my spirit. Sitting, beside, sitting by my bedside, Jesus referred me to this. The more you thought about it, the better you felt about it. You had a velvet-like feeling in your spirit. That's the green light. That's the go-ahead signal. That's the witness of the spirit to go. Now you see me sitting here. You hear me talking to you. I am telling you to go to that church, but I am never going to lead you to go anywhere like this again. And he never has. <laughs> From now on, I'm going to lead you just like I do every other Christian by the inward witness. Then the Lord said, said this to me, which is not just for my benefit, but also for yours. If you will learn to follow the inward witness, I will make you rich. I will guide you in all the affairs of life, financial as well as spiritual. Some think God is only interested in our spiritual well-being and nothing else, but he is interested in everything we are interested in. He said, I am not opposed to my children being rich. I am opposed to their being covetous. I have, Brother Hagin said, I have followed that inward witness, and he has done just what he said he would do. He has made me rich. Glory to God. And, and that's, that is such a good example to us of an elder and a prophet and an apostle in the church, if you will, um, that learned from the head of the church, a visitation from the head of the church that said the most important way, the, the number one, the primary way I'm choosing to lead you is by the inward witness. And so if we, if we don't, as the sons of God, yield to that inward witness on a regular basis, then we're going to miss it over and over again. If we argue with the inward witness, we're going to be going the wrong direction. We're going to be following God going the wrong way. And there's no such thing, by the way. What I started with doesn't work. You can't follow God going the wrong way. It's not possible. So if you think you're following God and you're going a different direction, it's time to humble yourself and say, Lord, I missed it somewhere. Humbly, it's, it's not hard. We humble ourselves and we say, I missed it somewhere. I, 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 I have lack. I'm not in green pastures. I don't have still waters. I, I, I'm afraid when I go through this, when I wake up and go through this world every day. Why? Because I'm not following you, Lord. And you get a hold of yourself and you say, I'm following. I want to follow you, Lord. You're my shepherd. I shall not want 
and you're declaring and you come back and you follow and you listen to that inward witness and, and you follow that inward witness and, and, and you seek if you've got something. You don't, you don't just move, you seek. You, you look, you find, you, you search. You know, one, one time somebody came and I, and, and I gave, told them what Brother Moore said. They said, uh, we, we feel like we're supposed to be here. And, and he said, and I, and I went back to one of his sermons where he said, as soon as you know it's what you're supposed to do, check again. And right after you know it, check again. And as soon as you're certain, check again. Why? Because you don't want to miss it, but you do want to be led. And what's he saying? He's saying seek God until you know and then go. And, and that's what we want to do. We want to seek God till we know and then go. Too many times I've been caught sitting back waiting to hear something that I already know. And, and, and when we're sitting back waiting to hear something we already know, then, then we're behind God. And then we've got other people that decide what they want to hear from God. <laughs> right? And then they're all out there on their own. Why? Oh, we just know we heard God. We just know we heard God. And you can't talk them out of it. Why? It, it's kind of like the more say, if somebody, says, if somebody comes to us and says, you know what, um, we're, we're, we're leaving the church. And, and, that, and we, we, we believe God told us to do this. Once they say God, we believe God told us to do this, then that, that's the end of the conversation, right? Because God told you, can we go higher than that? And, and unless you're willing to hear, no, God didn't tell you that, or, or we're willing to say it, which isn't our place, then, then it's, it could be trouble unless God really said it. But if the ones he put over you, the shepherd, the under shepherds that he chose for you to follow, don't don't get in agreement with it, I'd be checking it again. Amen? And then I'd check it again. And I'd find God and I'd find his answer. We have the ability. as, As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. We have the ability to hear and be led by God every day to do the things that he's called us to do, to do them the way he's called us to do them. And, and we have the ability not to miss it. We do. And, and I know we've all missed it enough that we're like, I, I just don't know how you don't miss it. You keep learning. You keep growing. You keep going. And you never quit seeking that final word, that final knowing. And you follow it. You follow it with all your heart because that's where your faith's going to be. That's where your faith's going to be. When you, when you get in faith on it, when, when, the, when faith is there, then there's no other questions. Just like I was talking about with Kim's thing, once we had a word from God and we knew, there was no other questions. When you have that, there'll be, you don't have to go around asking people. You don't have to, you don't have to double question God. You just follow. Amen? And, and as we grow in this, as we grow the way Brother Hagen described in this book, we'll just follow. We'll just be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? How many sons of God do I have in here? Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. I really enjoy, and I hope it doesn't bother you for me to read those passages. I just enjoy them. They, they, they are so rich. And actually, Brother Moore told me this story today before I actually saw it in the book. And, of course, if I had not read it, <laughs> I'd have been misleading somewhere, right? So um, it's good. And, and, and these, are, these are things that we can do. These are, these are 
principal things, primary ways that God wants to show us things. And, and if we'll seek Him, we'll, we won't lose track of these things. If we'll refuse to let our flesh dominate us, we, we can always be led by the Spirit of God. Amen? Glory to God. You guys got a song? Where you lead me, I will follow.